millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, you guys. Welcome to Steel Wars. I am comedian Steel Saunders, and I do love Star Wars. Please enjoy this classic clip, which is available in full at patreon.com forward slash Steel Wars. A quick warning, there is some occasional coarse language, so if you are around sensitive ears or are easily offended, move along to another Steel Wars episode. This is not the podcast you are looking for. What about, what's your favourite background character, Dylan? Mm, Well, there's this thing in Dex's diner um, in Attack of the Clowns. and uh, they're having a conversation about an arrowhead. I never listen to the conversation because it's right behind them, right behind Obi-Wan. He's just the dudest of dudes. Sitting there, he's got a helmet on. You can see his face. It's like he's a background actor. You can see his face. It's rare. And he just, he just nails it as far as background acting goes. I think he's wonderful and I love him. <laughs> there should be an action figure of him. I don't know why there isn't. <laughs> Wow, that's interesting you bring up this random character in the background of a scene. Was he, was he credited? Do you know this guy's name? I, I don't think he got a name. He was extra number 417. Uh, I, can, I can actually tell you for a fact. Extra 417. Been... Why aren't you at your post? Extra 417. <laughs> do you copy? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I've, I've done extensive research and he's extra 417. That's a fact. And uh, I know that he was only a warm prop and not a proper extra because the director, George, was not allowed to talk. Was not allowed to talk. To, you can't talk to a warm prop. It was me. He, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, a when, proper Star Wars star, ladies and gentlemen. Come on. A star. A star. They have this Eat thing. Eat shit, gonk droid. <laughs> <laughs> Beat my dick. He, um, That's amazing. Gonk droid, it's gonk droid knowing you in there. He's f- suddenly found a way to make that scene even more hateable. He <laughs> doesn't have to. You can turn the tables and just find the love, gonk droid. That's true. I, I, I now like me. that scene. I actually still healthy. hate it, but I'm going to look at you from now on to distract me Why from how fucking it? terrible that what, scene what is. What are you talking about? It makes no sense. Why is Obi-Wan going to some fat chef to learn stuff? Because... Who cares? It doesn't matter. So you're one of those people that finds the things that are annoying. Like a lack I'm of cohesive those, story. Yeah, but okay. I'm one of those people who doesn't hate Jar Jar Binks. Oh, wow. Miss Alaba Jar Jar. <laughs> I don't hate it. I, know, I understand and I forgive everything that, you know, when, sometimes when the Beastie Boys used to put out albums that all the songs went, oh, what's that song? I'd be like, no, I love every song. I don't care what's on there because you're genius. And I, I forgive. I forgive Jar Jar Binks. I, I love him, and, I've, and, and I understand that he was created for a, a child audience that, that Star Wars is supposed to be for, but it doesn't seem to be that way. <laughs> so what, what, what you are, Dylan, is we're talking about Star Wars as a religion. I, I guess I'm a bit more traditional, so I guess I'm like Catholicism, but you're like the Mormons. Everything's great! Is it? No, I'm not like the Mormons. I don't, I don't think I Have am. you heard the good news about extra 417? <laughs> four, uh, the reason I remember that, 4, A, B, C, Imagine D. Dylan knocking on your door. I'm here to talk about Jar Jar. Yeah. <laughs> Misa, I want to talk a Jar Jar. 4 is D, A, 
is one. Seven is G. Dag. That's how I remembered my ah, my nice. uh, number of being an extra. So, but George wasn't allowed to talk directly to the warm prompts. He had to talk to someone else who would then say, "Mate, can you stop saying hi, Mum?" In the background, <laughs> it's obvious. And I was the, sh- the shit. And so, if George spoke directly to anyone, like someone who had a minor line or anything like that, or had to do something, then they get paid a different pay packet. My pay packet was not enough to cover my airfares to fly myself to Sydney to go and do the costume fitting and then the one day of shooting. But I, I, I didn't care because I was, I was on set. I was there. George was there. Goiter, everything. Just there. Fucking just... Oh, it was the best. With all these amazing things ruining the magic a little bit, but seeing how they make all the, the, the CGI stuff, you know, and they film the same scene ten Did times. Did that film have CGI? <laughs> I did, oh, sarcasm doesn't work, right? <laughs> so, yeah, how many takes did that? Did they do that? It seemed like 10 or 20, I'm not sure. And the, the Rodians I was with were getting really hot. And so every time there was a break, they'd like lift up their... How good a sentence is that being able to say, oh, the Rodians I was with? They were... <laughs> it is what, a good yeah, sentence, <laughs> I love it. What is a Rodian? To a Greedo. A oh, okay, cool. They were female. Oh yeah. <laughs> was so was was your character Dag having lunch with Dag is his, not his name. <laughs> but yeah, it is now I guess. Uh, we, so was Dag having lunch with a couple of lady greedos? No, we were just having a drink. Oh, that's right. So we were having a drink so that every time during the 20 or so takes I had to still have the drink out of the blue bottle at the same time. Just when I heard the right line, I have to have the drink. Otherwise it would be non-continuity. Yeah, of course. What I was had the that line? In mind. What was the line? I didn't have a line. No, no, that, that you oh, drank. No, I wasn't oh. listening. I don't, I don't oh, know. Right, okay. just some I like how it. the milk had to get drunk, so it's all, you know, the continuity's fine, but <laughs> Obi-Wan can't remember R2-D2 <laughs> in Star Wars. <laughs> you're finding out the faults, aren't you? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you got this role. I begged. I was, I was, I was finding some new management at the time, and, and all I said to her when I first um, started working with her was, Hey, how you going? Can you get me a role in Star Wars? It's being filmed in Australia. Hey, how you going, sir? Can you get me a role in Star Wars? And she was so irritated by me doing this for about a year that she said, fuck you. Yes, you're in. Done. And she had a contact and they had a contact and something happened. And then next minute I was flying myself to Sydney and staying <laughs> at my friend's house on the floor and then going to, to the set to get a fitting for my costume and then I had to go home and then I had to fly back again to Sydney and do the, do the day of shooting which was just this surreal, weird, awesome, magical experience. So what, what, what was your character's motivation? Where was he going? Yeah, Where had he been? Was, was he trying to get the threesome with the greedettes? Do you know what? <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. That's, that was in my head. <laughs> Understandable. Dag's a good-looking unit. I would. Did you have any background knowledge of what this guy was about? No, 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 no. I, no, I didn't. But surely I you've built it in your mind. I've, I've never been like an extra in a, in any other film ever. But and so I didn't know about things like needing a motivation. I was the, my motivation was to say I was in fucking Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> it's like turning to Exodus. Chapter 3, verse 5, Dylan Lewis. It's the same. <laughs> it's the same as being, in, to me, as previously discussed, as being in a, in a Bible. It was, it's, I'm, I'm in that universe now. I exist there. And pretty much the motivation was that someday someone will give a shit and do a podcast about it. <laughs> and I get to talk about it for the first time ever because my friends don't want me to talk about it because they're not geeks. I tried to I can't be. I believe you've never told me this at the gym. We could have spoken about it all the time. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> I, I tried to be a, a, a geek at school. Like, I was ostracised from all the groups. <laughs> um, there was the sport jocks, and they were all good-looking and got good scores and had hot girlfriends who all gave BJs. And then there was the... <laughs> There was, you know, the, the people who were, were the proper nerds and they were over there and I'd be like in the middle going, but I'm definitely not allowed with the sport, guys. I'll go and stand near you guys and they'd be like, we're playing D&D now and you're not allowed. And I'd be like, well, f- let me play d and I went and bought dice, you know, and I made a little box with a question mark on it um, out of, f- what's that stuff you draw on fabric with? Textures. No, it doesn't okay. matter. Uh, hobby text, maybe? I don't know. Something from the 80s. And I went to their D&D groups and I was ostracised from that as well. They were like, you have low charisma. You are an orc. And I'd be like, but I want to be an illusionist. I bought a figurine. I'm going to paint it with a toothpick. And I was still ostracised from there as well. So I didn't fit in any group. So even trying to be a geek, I was still ousted from the geek group. It was only when I left school that I realised, I don't know, it doesn't, it doesn't even matter what I am. I'm just, I'm just me. And I like geek things. I like collecting toys. I like Star Wars. I like Fifth Element. By the sounds oh. of it, you like the Breakfast Club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, that's what it's like, isn't it? Just <laughs> not fitting in. And then, then she made the picture with the dandruff. Yeah, that was me. I actually thought when she made it snow with her dandruff, when I was a little kid, I was like, that's a sweet trick. It's a sweet <laughs> trick. I can do that heaps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was that awkward, horrible child. Oh, it's wanted a bit of hoth in my hair. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Bringing it back. <laughs> Thanks. So tell us, what was it like on set? Give us some was juice. Um, apparently my costume was made out of the same material that Jar Jar Binks' costume was made out of, this sort of pleathery So you were on set naked? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, he had some leathery pleather clothes, didn't he? I'm sure he did. Well, it, it, was, it was a surreal feeling, but also seeing how the magic works was lovely. Um, and like they'd do a take with an actor who would do the lines and so the actors could feed off that and then they'd do a take with a stick with a silver ball on it and I'd be like, what's that, what's that, what's that? what are they doing with the silver ball? They're like, shh, we don't talk about it on set, man. I was an extra in Salute to the Juggernauts. <laughs> 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 or whatever that film was. With Rutger Hauer. Um, and we, we don't talk about it on set. I'll tell you when we have morning tea, man. And the, the little... The little ball was to do reflections of eyes of the animated being. <gasps> Rad. Did you know what Dexter was going to look like no. when you were on set? No. Did you have a theory? No, I didn't care. Fair enough. I was, yeah, I didn't. I didn't care. I didn't. I just was loving it. They had great catering. Like awesome. Well, it is a diner. But that <laughs> wasn't. That was like a blue screen with a. Did that wreck it? Am I wrecking it? You have aladdined me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure George Lucas wrecked it. It's okay. <laughs> Don't you blaspheme in here? He was, he was in Adelaide the other day. He was. In a diner. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to a silver ball. Yeah. I think he was in an international food court. He was. He was having noodles. I had the appetizer. That biggest news in Adelaide like ever. That was very... That was a tough night for me because I'd just gotten back from Adelaide oh. doing podcasts and I did have the flight up and I was ready to fly back and I just couldn't find any evidence that the wife was doing anything past that day. He would have left straight away. Yeah, in a little private jet. He flew off. So, But it was, was very... Insane. Imagine that, dude. Imagine doing this and George is up there and you're taking the piss out of his movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I first saw it, like... 
I actually thought it was Xavier Michelides in a food court. <laughs> it's a reference from the, a previous episode. He dresses up like uh, George Lucas. <laughs> It's a good reference. So what was Ewan like on... I assume you're on set with... Uh, Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he was like. I don't know. He was right, but it was like a foot away. So I could sort of smell his essence a little bit. But you must have... When he walked in uh, with the beard looking a lot more Obi-Wan than he did in Phantom Menace, that must have been a pretty special moment. It was, it was, it, all moments were special and that was one of the special moments. But I, honestly, I was just trying not to be annoying. I was trying not to stand out. I was trying to... Um, just blend in and, and, not, and I was trying not to look at him and go oh god like I think he's got one of the most beautiful smiles in the world and I was focusing on his beautiful smile and he's like oh, he's got this thing that's like he smiles with his eyes or something and I think yeah, it, was, it was lovely to be near them all um, did, it, did you hear any of the direction that George gave Ewan? no yeah I don't think he did <laughs> I didn't mean that to be a dig. It just came out. <laughs> but it, no, but wasn't that a source of tension famously on set? Uh, Ewan wanted to do more takes, but George was like, no, no, we got it. We got it. Yeah. George knows best. Is that does, true? He does. It, it does. Is that true, though, Steele? Am I... Well... Does everyone hate George? So no one forgives the, the last three episodes that came out. Is that right? And no one forgives the fact that he sold it to Walt? Oh, no, I, I encourage that. Yeah. That do you like the new one? Oh, yeah, it was great. Do you like it more than the middle three? Which are the first three, but they came out in the middle. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Did you think? Ha, really? That it was hey, what? No, he's talking about the prequel trilogy there. I don't know. What are you, I don't. What's going oh, on? Yeah, actually, what's I'm really. On? I thought you were talking about the middle. Do you like the Force Awakens more than the ones that had the Phantom Menace in it? Yes. Right. Mm. Why? Is it because it seems like the old ones, and they've just gone back to all the things that the fans wanted and weren't there? Is that what it is? Less CGI, more desert scenes, bigger Death Star, more father-son problems. Yeah? <laughs> Better jokes. Yeah. I oh, yeah, yes. but Disney jokes, which I don't mind. I don't care. I like that. I think it's funny. It's nice. There was no jokes in the first ones, was there? Which were the second ones. Oh. <laughs> in a, no, there, there's, there's jokes in A New Hope. There's jokes in Empire Strikes. But C-3PO is a is comic yeah, release. He's the clown, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. He's the clown. Han Solo saying, you know, TK421, wipe your post. Oh, don't worry. We're all, um, everything's fine. How are you? Yeah, that's a true. funny moment. This humorous moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love you. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Ad libbed, apparently. It was. Yeah. I don't know much about that one, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's underneath my ring, my wedding ring. Shut up. Yeah. Show me. Show me your ring. And how did you decide who got I love you and who got I know, Steve? <laughs> it's under there. It's, it's very hard to see, but it's there. Is it in see? the Star Wars font? Nah, they couldn't do that. Oh, fuckers. God. Oh, God, it's in Harry Potter font. How awkward. <laughs> <laughs> what does that say? So uh, you've got I love you. Which one did you say? You've got I love you. you she doesn't love you then. Does she love you? No, she just knows. Yeah, she knows. Is it reciprocated? No, but Dylan, ask him, ask him how did you decide who how got How did you a- get a wife? <laughs> <laughs> how the fuck? <laughs> well, I was at the World Series of Dandruff and... Um, uh, yeah, so she... And she's got I Know. And as, as someone brought up, I... Um, when I... Uh, 
when I interviewed Harrison Ford, which was um, clang sick. That what was, did you drop there? That was my Dexter's diner. Yeah. Uh, I Dexter's, asked him Dexter's. who should have which, who should uh-huh. have I love you, and uh-huh. who should have I know, uh-huh. and he very much assured me uh-huh. that I would be getting the I love you. All right. <laughs> And then he patted me on the shoulder, and then I turned around and weeped in my backpack. (laughs) I get that. That's right. (laughs) To hear the full episode, along with hundreds of hours of bonus content, I would invite you to check out the Steel Wars Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Steel Wars. For just $3 a month, you get a dedicated RSS feed that easily pastes into any podcast app you use, sending the complete archives of Steel Wars episodes along with bonus Patreon exclusives like movie commentaries, Q&As, and shows like the Making Steel Wars show, which I make exclusively for Patreon members with Jason Ward of MakingStarWars.net, where we try to find the news behind the news. Plus, you'll get the bonus segments from the call-in shows, which sometimes can be over an hour. And as well as all the bonus content, you get that warm glow that you are supporting this show you listen to each week. The idea behind Patreon is if lots of people chip in a little bit of cash, that content producers such as myself can still keep producing for you guys while still being able to feed our very cute Ewok-looking cats. There's a hungry cat involved in this, guys as well as some sweet, sweet content. Check out all the super fun tiers and all the shows you're missing out on at patreon.com forward slash Steel Wars. And may that force be with you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.